Hello and welcome back to the Roxine Queens podcast. I'm Narice, and if you're a newcomer, I doff my metaphorical cap to you. If you listened to our last podcast, you'll know this series is all about celebrating women in the modern rock industry. It will hopefully be a source of encouragement for you to get involved and provide some basic advice. This episode is all about student, multi-instrumentalist and bass player for indie band Elephantasy, Tara Noble. We talk about how she got into music, taking a music career to university and we also managed to get distracted by Hayley Williams. Anyway, without further ado, here's Tara. My name is Tara Noble and I study music at Westminster University. I've seen you live before at the Dog and Whistle in Hartford. Yes. With a band called Elephantasy. Yes. So I was going to ask you, what projects, aside from Elephantasy, are you involved in? I do a lot of projects at uni. Lots of obviously assessments but I'm doing quite a lot of work with the second and third years for their sort of final projects. That's a lot of bass playing because bass players are in shortage at the moment. There's only about two of us on the course in my year Um, so everyone's after all the bass players. (laughs) So um, it's good, It's, it's good, it really sort of helps me practice and you know I'm doing covers and originals so it's all it's all great fun really. So do you see yourself as like a session musician at the moment? Is that what you're mainly doing? Um, yeah I mean I, I like to steer away from a session musician like because that's not exactly what I want to do but I like helping people out and you know it's just fun to do in my spare time to be honest. Are you mainly a soloist or is Elephantasy like your main priority right now? I think right now Elephantasy is probably my biggest um, project I mean, in the future, I'd like to be a singer, so, like, obviously, but I think in terms of my bass playing, it's the best thing that I could be doing right now, because we're gigging loads, playing loads, I've just finished recording the new EP, Yeah. Um, so I've got loads of experience in, like, recording, um, and I've been writing for them as well, just, like, the bass lines here and there, which has been really, really helpful for me, actually. That's awesome. So Elephantasy is quite a long-term project. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's good stuff. For those of you that haven't heard Elephantasy, I recommend you check them out, especially if you love indie tunes, just, <laughs> just saying, just saying. So, on the topic of you making music, how long would you say you've been interested or making music for? I've been doing my own music for maybe the last, oh, I'd say five, six years. I sort of started writing quite young, but then I actually started playing music. Oh God, I must have been about eight, maybe even seven. I started the violin. I remember it was the first year we were allowed to study an instrument and I think it was either violin or cello or flute or something. Mm. My sister took cello so I was like, oh, I'll I'll play the violin then. (laughs) And um, yeah, I did that for quite a while. Um, And then I actually um, got into singing, it was really funny. Um, My my school was quite um, very religious, very choiry. A bunch of my mates were like, oh, let's let's just go audition for the choir, like, it'd be fun. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I actually got in. I ended up in the choir wearing those cassocks, proper, fiery. And I really, really enjoyed, like, the harmony in that. Uh, we ended up recording an album in the choir. I, I was in year seven, and that was really great. And then I, I changed schools, and 
the dynamic kind of changed where everyone was more into pop music and rock music. Everyone played guitar. And so I was like, yeah, 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 mom, I want to play guitar. But then there wasn't enough space, so I started having lessons outside of school. But then no one played bass, and all the teachers were like, Tara, you know, can you just play this? And then I kind of got more and more into it, and I was like, oh, I don't really want to play guitar anymore. And just did bass from there, because everyone wanted me to do bass, and, and then I was like, yeah. Cool. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Would you say that that's largely how you find projects to get involved in, is literally people just being like, Tara, you're a good bass player. Please, join me. Yeah, I, I just, I think people, people are always looking for bass players. And so I get messages all the time, like, can you help me with this? Just friends of friends? or Yeah, is it... people at uni. Uh, sometimes I have to turn them down when I get really busy. I, I do enjoy it. Sometimes it gets a bit, especially if it's not, um, my style of music, it does get a bit boring. I, I like to, I've had to become a bit more picky and choosy in the projects that I do. Um, just because I've realised, you know, I can't say yes to everything. Um, even though I'd like to, uh, I can't. I think that's like an important approach to adopt in life though, because yeah. there's this big thing about, you should be allowed to say no a little bit more often than we all let yeah. ourselves. because I started uni and I was like, I'm just going to say yes to everything. Yeah. A couple of weeks in, I was like, ah, I can't. I no, can't. no, you can't. No. Not at uni. It's just too much. No. Definitely. So, how did you find Ella Fantasy? The, so, the lead singer and the manager mm -hmm. um, are at Westminster. Um, so, the manager's studying music management and the lead singer's studying media, I think. I was actually on a night out at the SU, just, you know, as you do. I saw the manager. And she was wearing a really nice dress, so I just ran up to her and I was like, I really like your dress. And then we got chatting, like, oh, what do you, what do you study? And then, oh, music, what do you play? Oh, bass. Oh, I'm, I'm managing a band, they need a bass player. And I was like, oh, that would be really cool, like, what music do you like? And then we ended up having loads of common interests. She gave me her email, I just sort of popped her a message the next day being like, don't know if you remember me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm really, really interested, I really love to play bass for them. And then it took a little bit of like pestering here and there because they're so busy. Finally got like an audition, went up to Harlow. I was really nervous. Uh, it was great fun actually. Kind of clicked and I was really happy with it. And then a couple of weeks later they were like, yeah, we'd really like you to join us. And I was so happy. I think it's quite hard these days to find similar people who are just as keen as you are and just as like, you know, in the same kind of talent bubble because it's so, everyone wants to make music these days, you know, so I've played with so many people that aren't actually that great and it's it's really hard to play with them. Whereas like when I first met Elefantasy, I was like, actually, you know, these guys are really great. Um, you know, they're really, really keen, which is like a huge thing. If they're not keen, it just doesn't work. You've got to have the commitment. Yeah, yeah and I think we're all very committed and I'm, because I've said, yeah, I've been around with them I'm more than happy to be 100% committed and you're willing to commute quite far as well yeah from where you're based yeah. and you know I've already noticed already that my bass playing has improved just because I'm constantly playing with them constantly sort of being put outside my comfort zone so you know it's, it's really good for me so on that topic of performing live because I saw Ella Fantasy live a few months ago and or was it last month was it just January you didn't look nervous you looked absolutely <laughs> confident as anything but I think you've been performing for a while now so when you first yeah. started performing would you say it was a nerve-wracking experience so I probably started performing when I was about 13 I was in a band at a, a music academy and it took a while to get used to it. it it would actually get quite tough sometimes like I'd have to rehearse before a gig and I'd have to go home and do this whole process of like having a bath 
eating, I don't know why, but eating fruit really <laughs> helps get like calmed my stomach because I get really, really worked up actually. And then I'd have to drive to the gig just with my dad. I couldn't be around anyone else. I'd have to have five minutes before we went on in the bathroom, just like deep breathing on my own. I've done so many gigs since then because I'm 18 now. I've gigged and you know with that same band when I was 13, gigging constantly, competitions, festivals. I mean I still get nervous, I think there's those sort of 10 minutes before I go on where I'm like ah. But once I'm on stage I'm completely... You're in it. In it and I think like that's... Because lots of people are like why, why do you do it if you get so nervous? I'm like no, you don't understand. Once you reach that point on stage, that feeling being on stage completely overrides all the nervousness and everything that you're feeling before and it's suddenly all okay. It's it's really weird. Did you have any role models in terms of playing bass guitar at all? No, it's it's weird, I didn't. I I always wanted to be a singer. So Hayley Williams from Paramore, <laughs> massive. I, oh, incredible. I know. I can't. Um, my friend actually was on a plane with her Oh uh, wow! About a month ago, yeah. Oh no! Flying back to America, I got this text like, "Oh my gosh!" Anyone else is on the same plane as me? Did she approach her? I, yeah, I was like, "Go say hello," and she was like, "No, like, she's clearly like, you know." Yeah. She, she had like bouncers with her. Like, oh really? Security. Oh my gosh! And big guys. Like, my <laughs> friends like bumped into her at Disneyland, and apparently she was really nice, and, like, <gasps> wow. really, really lovely. But I think. When you're in a confined space, you don't yeah, you don't want yeah. to be mobbed. I like understand that. No, but um, yeah, she's in terms of singing. I'd say I'm most. I'd say I'm mostly influenced by her and also London Grammar, sort of that kind of vibe. Ethereal. But in terms of like bass playing, it's it's weird. I I was never really that into it. I always did it because everyone wanted me to do it, and then I sort of started sick form and got more and more and more into my music because um, the school that I went to was huge on sort of contemporary and they had a big show and and the guy who runs it you know really knows what he's doing I really respect everything that he says yeah and uh, he sort of turned around to me and he was like look you know what you can play bass you can sing in terms of the market at the moment a female bass player who mm. can sing everyone wants that and if you're really serious about this and you really want to get yourself in there, get your foot in the door. He was mm -hmm. like, that is what you should pursue. And at first I was like, oh, but I really want to be a singer. Oh, maybe it's fine, I'll just ignore him, I'll just be a singer. And then about a year after, I kind of sat down and I was like, you know what, I actually love singing and playing. I'd sort of done it because he kept pushing me at school to do it and I kept doing it. And I was like, you know what, it makes me really cool. I love it, actually, and the more I've done it, the more comfortable I've been. I mean, it is it is harder, <laughs> I must admit, but um, I absolutely love it because it's different. That's one thing. I like being unique and, and different, and I think if that's going to help me push through into the industry, you know, I'm all for it. This may be a really naive statement, but do you think that being a woman is actually going to benefit you in terms of maybe getting more gigs and stuff? It, it is an interesting one because there's this whole industry out there which is all like, you know, women, women this, women that. But then also at the same time, it doesn't play in my favour because I think it's quite funny with the Elephancy. Um, at first they were like, oh, we kind of want to, we kind of want a dude because they, they were like this sort of cheeky chappy kind of boy band. Hopefully they've realised now that quite a nice dynamic having like mixed. But like, I, I remember at first they were like not sure because I think there is that whole like, boy bandy kind of thing but then there is also a place for the girl bandy thing as well so like you know I don't really feel like it's such a bad thing and I do think 
there's a lot of record companies out there who are looking for that. It's an interesting thing to think about. You were saying because you're a female bass player and a vocalist, mm. it's quite niche. Yeah. I was just thinking Royal Blood, the lead singer, literally just plays bass and sings. I am a huge Royal Blood fan. So they're kind I, of... Yeah, I think he's... I don't know how he does it. No. I've tried learning all the songs. I've tried singing <laughs> and playing. And, and I, you know what? I think, I think it's because he uses a pick. He can play faster. Now, I don't use a pick. I don't know if it's something with the technique maybe maybe i need to look more into it but i oh, i'm a very big fan <laughs> that is that is good to know because i had no idea i was playing a bass all this time and then i saw a live lounge and was like You're oh like, my what? gosh <laughs> yeah i thought that was a guitar it's very impressive it's very cool it's 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 insane like the the, the rig and everything and i spent hours on youtube just like moss <laughs> like learning figure out how he gets his sound and how he you know, does this and that and everything. In terms of going to university mm -hmm. and furthering your musical career, would you recommend it? I think it's different for every person. I I am struggling a bit at uni at the moment because of it's not pushing me enough and I have been looking around for other places. But then there's this whole argument of, oh, you know, if you study music, it's kind of going to be like that everywhere because it's, it's one of those subjects that you can't really teach. You know, you almost have to put in what you take out. And, and so a big debate on whether I am going to go somewhere else next year. I'm still trying to work it out. But I think if you're, if you're driven enough, it's definitely for you because all the resources are there. You just need to put, push yourself out there, really. Make the most of the facilities because the facilities are great. And the people you're around, there's some very talented people at Westminster. And it worked and for you, clearly, with networking yeah, on a night out. Like. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there are some people that don't turn up. <laughs> and it gets very frustrating. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but if you're really in it to win it, I think, yeah, go for it. Because I think if I went somewhere else and studied something completely different, I don't know, like English or a more academic subject, I would hate it. Whereas right now I'm doing something that I really love. And it doesn't really feel like a, you know, I'm at school or anything. It just feels like I'm doing what I love 24-7. And you're actively developing your kind yeah. of career journey as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously you must be absorbing knowledge from your Literally. lectures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people say, oh, maybe I should just do music management so I know how to do the management side of things and then work on my own craft in my own time. And yeah, I mean, like, there are elements of management in the course. For me, I just want to perform constantly and I think the only way you can get good at performing is if you just do it constantly I think that's the only way it's true mm -hmm. gotta keep at it from your experience and I guess we've kind of touched upon this before would you say that music or rock music I guess in particular is still a lads club do you see it like that oh these days women are they're coming through there's a lot of musicians that I listen to now new artists who are really pushing through and I think I mean, I know what you mean. I think women tend not to learn instruments. There's this whole thing about just sort of singing. I meet people and they're like, oh, you do music? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, so what kind of singing do you do? And I'm like, hang on, <laughs> I play the bass. And they're like, whoa, <laughs> oh my God. Just because um, there's hardly any musicians. My uni is basically made up about 80% of the singers are female. And the musicians, there's only about me, and another girl, me and a pianist, all the guitarists, drummers 
are all male. I don't know if that's because of what society says. But I mean, I guess it's good for me because it makes me unique and I can really use it as a selling point because in terms of bass players, I can only really think of you've got like Haim, um, you've got um, Band of Skulls, Pixies, you've got Big Moon. Yeah, you know, they're, they're really... There's really not that many. I think it's definitely um, on the rise, though. Yeah, so that's why hopefully this is a good time for me to just... Get in there. Yeah, get in there. I want to get rid of this whole stigma of women just being singers. And mm. they just, they're just singers. No, like, I really want to push through and be like, yeah, we can do everything. Like, I, I play synth, I play guitar. I can set up a stage, whereas a lot of women can't. And sometimes we don't help ourselves. Every time I set up, I watch where people plug things in. So I know that next time I can just do it all myself. I don't stand around waiting for the tech guy to do it. That in that way, I feel more empowered because I just don't have to ask anyone and I can just get it done myself. I think that's just the easy way to do it is you just do everything yourself and it just gets done. So your advice is absorb information from the people around you? Yeah, I think, and, and don't expect everyone to do everything for you. I think that's that, That's another huge thing. I get quite frustrated with a lot of people is because they expect, they expect everything to be done and I'm sort of thinking, sitting there a mile ahead because I've just gone out myself, gone and researched it, I've gone and asked people, I've, I've checked. I'll, I'll spend an hour fiddling with you know, Helicon vocal effects before the rehearsal so that when I get to the rehearsal, there's no faffing. Same with the Moog, Voyager, I just fiddle around with it for a couple of hours or whatever. Whereas I think a lot of women, I don't want to stereotype, but they sort of expect a guy to come up to them and say, oh, this is how you do it. So we've got to kill that vibe. Yeah, I think I think there's this whole stigma of, oh, I need help, someone help me. No, <laughs> do it yourself. <laughs> I guess with everything in music as a whole, yeah. you've got to push yourself to achieve, basically. Yeah, I think, yeah, just don't expect people to do it for you. Was there anything else at all that you wanted to add that you really want people to hear in terms of becoming a musician or breaking out? Um... I would say, as cheesy as it sounds, just believe that you can do it deep down, but don't, don't overshow it. There's one thing I can't stand is people who are overly confident, almost arrogant. People won't want to work with you. But you've got to be kind and confident. I think that's, that's key. Because if you're not confident, people won't be confident in you. As soon as you put off that confident vibe, people go, oh yeah, she knows what she's doing. Even though you might have no clue what you're doing. <laughs> you just got to fake it till you make it. And there we have it, a final nugget of advice. If you've been inspired to pick up the bass or to start learning some music tech, please let us know by leaving a comment on our blog, rockscenequeenspodcast.tumblr.com. Talking of awesome bands and artists, if you're a performing originals artist, I implore that you apply for a slot at Rock in the Park in Stevenage, Hertfordshire. I would love to see more gender and race diversity on the bill. To apply, please check out the Rock in the Park Stevenage Facebook page. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed the Roxy and Queen's podcast. We'll be back very, very soon.